I hit it. Dun, dun, dun. We're back. Back, back in the saddle again. Do, do, do. Yeah. Well, hello, everybody. We are your brothers in arms. Uh, good to see you, or have you see us, or boys? It's good to see you. It's it's very good. <laughs> it's good to see you. Uh, hello. We missed a week, and we do apologize about that. Um, you might get a bonus episode sometime this week. Who knows? You might not. No promises, but hey. This is episode 64, ladies and gentlemen, it's episode 64, and it is currently April the 4th, 2021. Happy Easter, boys. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy, Happy Easter. Easter. Happy Easter. Yeah, he is risen indeed. And uh, yeah, we are here with you with another podcast from Brothers in Arms Podcast. Uh, like I mentioned, we missed last week, but we didn't miss each other. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> so last week, uh, we were on vacation. We being my family, my wife and our two children, and uh, we went east instead of west. Um, we went east as far as uh, this little town called Fredericksburg, Virginia, and uh, we met up with uh, with these two fabulous young guys. And uh, hey, yeah, hey. And and had a fantastic weekend before they had to go back to work, um, but yeah. So we didn't miss each other. You just missed us, and I'm sorry. Uh, but then again, I'm not because uh, that that time was special for us. We had a really good time. You'll probably hear a couple stories about what actually happened that weekend. Uh, Alex, have you dried out yet? Well, I'm wearing the same hoodie, so yes. Yay! <laughs> but, he's uh, nice and dry again. He's nice and dry. But uh yeah, we'll we'll get into that in just a moment. But uh but yeah, so welcome to the party, everybody. Uh my name is Patrick. I'm the oldest of us three. That guy right over there, uh he's he's the middle guy. Uh, his name is Greg. Hi. Uh and then the guy directly to my left, which would be well, my right, your left. Uh, he's our youngest. He's Alex. Hi, Alex. Hello. Mustache is looking extra fine tonight, my friend. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's always glorious. It really is. Glorious. Like seriously, man, you've you've got to enter the contest. You've seen those, haven't you? I have. You have, yeah. So, Greg, do you know oh, what I'm talking about? Whisker Wars. Man. Oh yes, I've I have seen the pictures of the men with the mustaches that look like works of art. Yeah. Well, see, and Alex, he doesn't necessarily have the length, but what he does have is the classic comb. Like I, I am impressed by by how uh, manicured your uh, your your upper lip is, my friend. And I'm just I, I'm I'm envious and also uh, congratulatory of your upper lip. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I am. I am congratulatory of your upper lip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. That's the title right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Congratulatory of your upper lip. That almost sounds like an old timey insult. That is absolutely hilarious, is what it is. You gotta train it. As as he combs it. Not <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, somebody needs a call filter. Just kidding. I'll have to use my mute button. Coffee filter. As he combs his manicured... Yeah, you mustachio. gotta train it. Mustachio. I like it. I like it. You can't just let it grow all willy-nilly, because then it'll go everywhere. So you willy-nilly. Gotta... What a willy, willy-nilly mustache. Mm-hmm. A willy-nilly mustache? I'm not sure the world is ready for a willy-nilly mustache. I don't think they can handle the willy-nilly mustache. Well, I just wrote Nilly in my phone, and it corrected it to Milky. So it became out willy-milky mustache. (laughs) A willy-milky mustache. (laughs) Yeah. That's a new one. Uh, Willy-milky. So, yeah. 
Life is good. Yeah. Life is good. So what's going on, fellas? Uh, short week. Obviously, our vacation or your vacation, we got a chance to meet up. So we can talk more about that. But um, I had a short week. I had Friday off, which was awesome. Lucky duck. It wasn't for um, Good Friday, was it? It was. Uh, it was. Well, it was technically for Good Friday, but it was more than anything. Like we actually worked. We worked Thursday, and then they gave us Friday off. And I took Monday off because I'd, I'd already put in a day. I'd put in a man. I love this job to be able to just be like, I'd like to take an X. I want to take a day. I want to take a take a day. Okay, that's cool. Um, you know, absolutely no problem with them giving me an extra day for you know take a day of leave. Um, so can I've I been, just say, I've just been relaxing. Can I just say how refreshing it is to hear you say after three years, I just love this job. Like, Greg, that's, it's night and day compared to what you came from. Yeah. And, and, and it speaks not just to the comments you just made, but to, to how you you interact, man. Like when you were in your last MOS, uh, and for ladies and gentlemen who are just now catching this, um, so I, I'm a full-time minister with the Salvation Army. Greg is active duty Marine, um, and Alex is active duty Navy. Yep. And and so brothers in arms, it just fits. But Greg's Greg's last job really just stunk it it just stunk because we, we rarely heard from him um and when we did he was in between uh very important parts of his job um and and it was it it was awful for him and and so to hear you say what you say now and then to experience the joy that you have again um really says a lot to to what you were going through so greg I'm happy for you, man. It's that's a big deal, and and kudos to you for number one sticking it out, but also for you know for getting, for doing what you're doing. So thank you. I thank you for. Oh, your it's service. been it's been nice. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh Lord, but but please, but please, please thank please. me for my service. <laughs> So uh, actually, that that's actually that's actually kind of funny. I do, I do have a story about that this week. So my senior enlisted, the guy, the, the senior enlisted guy in my in my unit is a sergeant major. So he's the an E nine. He's the highest rank enlisted rank in the military, the highest enlisted rank in the Marine Corps. Um, so guys, you know this. So so when I moved to Virginia, I realized that I could get a new license plate new registration on my vehicle mm-hmm. and my vehicle previously was registered in california so to register my vehicle in california cost for a year once one year it cost over almost five hundred dollars to register it for two years in virginia and that includes a custom license plate registration uh, like the whole nine, everything from from top to bottom, cost me less than two hundred dollars. Suffice to say, I went ahead and got my vehicle registered in Virginia. Absolutely. Well, part of that, I had I went ahead and I was like, you know what, I want a custom license plate because why not? I can. And uh, as a joke, I thought it would be funny. My license plate says PTM FMS, <laughs> the initials. And those initials stand for, please, thank me for my service. <laughs> and my sergeant major, I was pulling into, I had, I had, I had to run somewhere during the day uh, there, the, uh, there on base. And I had gotten back over to, to where I work. And I parked. And 
my sergeant major happened to be driving by and he pulled to a stop and stuck his head out. He's like, what is, what is, he's like, I, I ask every Marine I see, he's like, what, what is it with your, you got a custom plate. What does it mean? <laughs> and I foresee, I had to explain it to him. Like, I was like, you know, after, after that many years doing what I was doing, um, it just, you know, I heard that phrase so many times that it just, it, it graded me to no end. It got to the point where anytime someone wanted to say, said that, I kind of had to calm myself so I didn't want to try to push their head through a wall. Wow. So, really? So, so, because it was used, it was used as a, you know, the, I can say this, I was a recruiter. And so 90% of the time when I heard that phrase, it was usually coming from a parent. And they would say that as a way to end the conversation. And it was, please, you know, thank, thank you for your service. And then the unspoken part was, but not my child. Mm. And it just, it drove me. It's like, I'm not, your kid hasn't signed a, a thing. There's no paperwork involved. I literally just want a chance to talk to them about their options. And it just, it got to the point where uh, every time I heard it, I was just, I had to smile. Mm. Thank you for your support, ma'am. Now, please, please, I'm going to walk away now so I don't end up in jail. <laughs> so. Wow. Okay. So, when I had the opportunity to make a custom plate, it it's, it's, it's the cynicism of, it just makes me giggle every time I see it. And so every time I go out to my truck, I laugh. Because I just, I think back on it, and it was perfect. So, so that is my custom plate, and I got to explain that to my sergeant major. Oh, I bet <laughs> which he loved it. Kind of awkward. I, I don't know if I don't know if he liked it. I mean, I think he probably smiled, but I don't know if he finds the humor in it like I do. Probably because he was never a recruiter. So, go. recruiters get it. The guys that the guys that spend their time on the streets, they giggle when I when I tell them. They think it's funny. I get it. Please. So now then, with that being said, and we know your heart's issue, I guess. <laughs> do yeah. You st- do you still respond the same way now? So if somebody like today, I went into Walmart with my wife, uh, and on our way up to walmart itself there was a gentleman who was loading groceries into the back of his car and i noticed his ball cap and it was u.s navy veteran and Mm -hmm. so as i'm passing him i said sir thank you for your service and usually (laughs) here in this area usually in this area they go well, thank you very much. Oh, okay. No, what does this guy do? He goes, "You're welcome." Yep. <laughs> and he keeps loading his stuff <laughs> up in the car, yep. and I'm like, "Okay, dude, rock and roll." So, yeah, you don't, um, you don't tell the Navy that you don't. No, you don't. You don't it's, tell the, you don't. Interesting. It's, why? It's 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 hit and miss, man. It really is. It's hit and miss. Um, I don't know. It's. Oh. oh, I'd love to hear it, please. Uh, I, I get, uh, so I've gotten the habit now. So like, I, you know, you still hear it occasionally. Um, and I, I usually like to respond with simply just, you know, thank you for your support. And thank I leave it at support. that. Okay. That's okay. Rock and roll. Sweet. That's my, that is my, that's my automated response. That's usually what I say immediately. Um, with a smile. And because it's drilled and into you, away. man. I mean, that's that's what you've been doing for these last three years. I just ignore them. Yeah, and it's do it's you easy. really? It's easy. Usually. Wow. Okay. I know. I know some. I know some guys that get out, and they they don't want 
Anything sure. to do with what you want to know. You know, that, that's, still, that's still the case. That still exists. But here's the thing, gentlemen. That we have guys who wear their caps every single day. You know, Vietnam veterans. You know, World War... We don't have very mm-hmm. many World War II veterans anymore. Bless them. But no, they're getting few and far between. Korean War, we got those here. You know, we've I I've got more veterans in this town than I think I have in any of my other appointments. And so they're there. And for somebody to wear the cap but then not want the support or not want the, the gratitude is interesting. Sometimes I mean sometimes it's just habit. Sometimes it's it's simply to identify themselves to others. Okay. Okay. Not yeah. not 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 for the the regular you know, the 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 neighbor to simply say, you know, hey, thank you for your service, but hey brother, I see you. You know. Right. Sometimes sometimes it you know, that's that's I mean, so I was actually I was having a conversation with uh with Randy about this the other the other day. Um my generation, our generation, um, you know, there are several different veterans groups. Um there's the the VFW, the Veterans of Foreign Wars, the American Legion. Right. Um, those are the two big ones. In the Marine Corps you have the Marine Corps League, which is you know, a, you know they're big and very popular. A lot of our generation uh, doesn't is is not members of any of those organizations. Which is Why? dumb. Why? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. That doesn't make sense to me because it's there for you. Is it because of the yep. older generation? Is it because the older guys there's some of that don't what like. And this is probably <laughs> something that somebody could write a doctorate on. So I'm I'm not I'm not asking for you know this all this drawn out thing. I'm just interested in why you don't like to be thanked for your service. So and you've already touched on that. And then two, why why not take advantage of what's out there for you? I got an answer. Okay. No. Go ahead. So, think about it this way, right? Yep. Most of the older guys that we're in, right? The guys that you see that are getting along in years and they're still wearing their caps around. Sure. Did they join willingly? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not, right? So, you know, thanking them and going around saying, hey, I, you know, appreciate you joining in and doing this stuff. They, most of them didn't have a choice. Got it. So they did their four years and they got out and they wear got their it. covers to walk around to find other people who also can share in the misery and commiserate. Okay. In today's age, most of the individuals that you see in the military join for reasons other than, you know, honor and duty to one's country. Got it. Okay. You're going to find all the guys that, you know, they're literally going to do their four years and get out so they get that free college. Okay. Or they're going to do... You know, however many reenlistments it takes to, you know, get all the money that they need to pay back their student loans. Okay. Um, so most of them don't really want to hear that kind of stuff because, again, they feel as though the military is a means to an end. Okay. Which, you know, in hindsight, it, it is for most of us, right? <laughs> I, I didn't have anything else to do. I wanted to go into the medical field. I called Greg. He said, go Navy. So here I am. <laughs> Oh yeah. I I screwed around too much in high school. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. My grades suffered. I couldn't get into college where I wanted to go other than community school. So this was the option for me. And I've grown to love it, you know. It'll be thirteen years this year and I mean it's it's not bad. But at the same time, it is going to be a means to an end because I have just about seven years and I'm done. I retire mm. and you know I can go on and do something else. Right. But most of the kids that I have, sorry, most of the young adults that I have now, 
literally they're going, all right, so I have two years left on my six-year contract, and I'm going to get out. Or I've got two gentlemen that I was talking to last night. One has five and a half months. One has seven and a half. And they were, you know, asking me all sorts of stuff, all sorts of questions. You know, what kind of stuff should I look for in a job? I'm like, dude, if you're less than a year out and you haven't started figuring that stuff out yet, mm. you need to get hot. But none of them really want to think about that type of stuff. So whenever you go up to right. one of them and say, you know, hey, thank you for your service. Dude, this is just like a, a, a free tuition kind of thing for me. It doesn't. Wow. So. Wow. Well, and see, I would, I figured, and, and Greg, if you've got more to add to that, please do. But <clears throat> my, my thinking is, you know, you, you guys, you've seen things, you've, you've been involved in things. These are things that you've shared with me. And so, and it's not my place to share them, but you guys have been to different places on this quote unquote free ride and or this the segue into what's next you both are are career uh servicemen and so i don't, i just uh, this is probably a tangent nobody was planning on so i apologize but i hope everybody who's listening is getting something out of this um i just i i, I struggle with hmm yeah, I don't know. Greg, you got something else to that? No, I mean, I, I, I kind of was, I, I was the kid. I wasn't looking for you know, the, the service or, you know, service to country or, uh, you know, the self-discipline or anything. I mean, some of the self-discipline. But more than anything else, I was looking for was, was you know, the financial stability, the money for college. You know, I I wasn't ready for school. I was 18 years old and dumb and wasn't ready to, 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 to try and go to school full-time. And, you know, here was an opportunity for me to experience, you know, I, you, know you guys know, I went into the Marine Corps on a music contract. Hmm. Uh, to go and play in the band for a couple of years. And I was like, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. I can go and be a musician and and enjoy that. And, you know, I was planning on a one and done. I'm going to do four years and then I'm going to get out. Um, I still remember boot camp. Like, you know, it was yesterday and, you know, that bus pulling to a stop in front of the receiving building on Paris Island and a drone instructor getting on and starting to yell and, and, me being shell shocked, going, "What in the world did I get myself into?" Mm. Um, and then, you know, the pride that comes. You know, there was, there's, you know, still, still proud. I'm proud of what I've done. You know, the the experiences that I've had. Yeah. Um, you know, I stuck around the Marine Corps because I finished that first enlistment and realized, you know what? I'm having way too much fun being a Marine. I've this has been a really cool experience thus far. I want to see what else I could do. You know, I want to learn something new, and that's why I went into the aviation field and, and started started doing that. Um, and then, yeah, I finished that and that second enlistment and said, you know, I'm still having a good time. Now I want to deploy though. Like I haven't deployed yet. Why can't I deploy? And so mm. I started chasing, you know, chasing the squadrons, getting getting what I needed in a row so I could go on deployment. And then I deployed. And then I'd turn around, I'd deploy it again. Got a chance to go overseas twice in a row. And then the Marine Corps told me, you know, I, I, by that point, I'm well over the hump of, of halfway. And I was like, well, you know, I'm this far already. Why don't I'm going to stick this out because I'm well on my way to a retirement at 38. Right. Um, you know, and then, then the Marine Corps threw the curveball and sent me to recruiting duty. That was fun. Um, but, you know, I'm, I literally, this year will be, it'll be 15 years for me. Yikes. 15, 15 years being a United States Marine. Yeah. So. Yeah. 18 for me in June. See, that's wild. Full-time minister. 
13 in August. There you go. Oh, but, but no, I mean, you know, it's just, I'm the exception to the rule. I mean, Alex and I are actually, we're, we're pariahs in that respect. The number of, of service members that, that stick out, and I don't have the hard numbers in front of me, so I can't, I can't quote them. Yeah, sure. But, but what I can tell you is a majority of people that serve, they'll do one enlistment and they get out. Our turnover rate, um, as in like number of, in the Marine Corps, like mm -hmm. our turnover rate, number of people that our personnel that changes out year to year is something like a third. Wow. You know, imagine a company, imagine a, a Fortune 500 company where a third of your workforce was new every year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, and, but that's, no, but that's the that's, norm. That's, that's not the that's exception. Props. That's huge props to your recruiting then, considering how many you've got to put in in order to, you know, make up for that third. That's, sticking around you know well i can say this i can say this right now um i don't think i'm gonna get in trouble for it i you know I've, i still keep in touch with some of the guys that i used to work with because uh -huh. there's a lot of them are still still out on the streets grinding away um and a lot of them are in what's known as a direct like so with covid and everything else sure. i'm so glad i'm not out there right now because i thought it was bad when i was there no, no, it just got worse. Mm. In, they are in what is known as a direct market. So imagine finding Johnny on the spot, young man, on, on Monday. Right. You say, Johnny, I want to tell you a little bit about this, this awesome thing called the Marine Corps. You got a minute? You got some time to sit down and talk to me. You sit down with Johnny on Tuesday. You, start, you screen Johnny out and make sure he's qualified, basically qualified. You sit down with Johnny on Tuesday, and you, you have the heart-to-heart -heart talk about the military and how the Marine Corps works. Right. And Johnny says, you know what? I like what, you're, I like what you've got. I think I want to be a Marine. You know what? I want a United States Marine. And you say, okay, Johnny, it's great. I'm glad you want to be a Marine. Okay, so here's what I need. I need this, 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 and this. And you go and you collect those items from Johnny. And you put that paperwork together with him. And then Johnny goes to MEPS. He goes to the military engines processing station on Thursday. Thursday night, Thursday, Thursday afternoon, he takes the ASBAN. Friday morning, he takes his physical, he passes physical, he raises his right hand, he swears to support them in the Constitution that he's against all only sworn domestic. Congratulations, Johnny. You're a coolie of Marines. You are now officially in the delayed entry program for the United States Marine Corps. Sunday night, we put Johnny on a, on a, on a uh, and we take him back to MEPS. Monday morning, he goes to boot camp. Holy cow. Yeah. So you're you're yeah. saying some, there's, there's sometimes it's even faster than that. Oh my goodness. Oh no, some sometimes it's even faster than that. They can send you as quickly as three days. Woo. So yeah. You know what that, that brought to mind? Mm-hmm. Solomon Grundy. Born on a Monday, christened on a Tuesday. Married on a Wednesday, took ill on Thursday, grew worse on Friday, died on Saturday, buried on Sunday. That was the end of Solomon Grundy. What is that from? Yikes. Well, that, you know who Solomon Grundy is, right? I know the, the, the DC Comics the DC, character, Solomon Grundy. Yep, Solomon Grundy. Uh, he's, he's a DC character, but it's actually an English nursery, nursery rhyme. I did not know that part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, back in 1842, um, James Orchard Hallowell uh, 
The long version is Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday, christened on a stark and stormy Tuesday, married on a gray and grisly Wednesday, took ill on a mild and mellow Thursday, grew worse on a bright and breezy Friday, died on a gray and glorious Saturday, buried on a baking, blistering Sunday. That was the end of Solomon Grundy. But that doesn't specifically state that it was all in the same week. No, you're right. You're right. But Greg's talking of what a, uh, uh, what do you call them, poolies? Yeah, but they're in they're in they're in what's called a they're in what's called a direct market. A direct market, yeah. So that's that's what came to mind for me. So yikes, yikes. So that's going to be direct market or Solomon Grundy. <laughs> but speaking of other things, we saw the president. We did see the president. <laughs> that happened. That happened this week, didn't it? Oh my goodness, yes, sir. That was on a Monday. <clears throat> that was really weird. So before we before we talk about the president, let's talk about Sunday. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, buddy. Love you. Uh, so the place that uh, my family and I were blessed to vacation at had a fishing pond. Actually, it had two. And uh, the bass were not biting, unfortunately. We tried our very best. But uh, because we knew, my family, because we knew that we were going to be down there for a little bit, we decided to bring our kayaks. And so uh, we we brought three of them with us. Two of them are fishing kayaks. And the third one is more of like a, uh, uh, let me paddle out in the middle of this body of water and just bask in the sun. Um, my wife loves that one. It's actually hers. So Greg and Alex come up and, uh, they're, they're fishing with us, uh, fishing with me on Saturday. Uh, we have pizza that night and then they say, Hey, we're going to come back tomorrow. Great. Well, Sunday decides to be one of the worst weather days we've had. Um, it was rainy. It was cold. It was, it was gross. But we are uh, stubborn Richmond, who, when given the opportunity to fish, we will fish. So no matter what, we we fished the first pond that morning. Um, that sounds lovely, buddy. Oh, did you hear that? Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Oh my bad. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll mute it next time. That's okay. So we, we fished the first pond, and again, uh, I, I think we, Greg caught, Greg, you caught one, didn't you? I did. And yeah, I, I, got, caught, I got, I got, a, I snatched a bass out of there. I caught one. Actually, I caught a few. I, I caught some crappie that morning, too. That was the weirdest thing ever. Uh, but, but Alex, he, he tried, and no tight lines. So had a bunch of bites. We did. That's right. And so we had lunch, and then we decided to go over to the other pond. And the other pond, we had to go down a dirt road. Uh, mind you, it was rainy and wet. Uh, and then we had to go down a hill that uh, was not graveled. It was just uh, it was dirt. Uh, it, it was troughed. Yeah, I would say it was troughed. So you, you go down... And you can see where the tire marks are and whatnot. Go down to the bottom of the hill where the, the pond is and then up the other side. And then we put the kayaks in over there. Well, we decided to take, or we didn't decide, we invited uh, my children and Alex's wife, Liz. And we're down there at this pond. And it was the three of us and then my kids and, and Liz and uh, Liz got her own uh, canoe out of out of this this boathouse, and she took Julia out, and Philip was out in a kayak, and we're fishing this thing all over this thing, and Liz and Al and Julia catch fish, both of them catch two each. Yeah, I was gonna say multiple. They're just nailing them. And Alex and myself and Greg, we're just throwing everything we can at these fish, trying to catch. And nobody's interested in what we're throwing. 
So then Alex is in this blue kayak and Greg is in the red kayak and I get in. Which was really sweet, by the way. Thank you, sir. Appreciate pedal, it. Pedal kayaks are awesome, brother. For the win. Um, so I once Philip gives up the, the sea cruiser, the, the, the sunbather, whatever kayak, I get in it and uh, I paddle out there to the boys and we take some pictures and it's great and whatnot. And uh, yeah, I'm going to let Alex take it away from here. How about that, buddy? <laughs> sure. <laughs> So one of the Silence first things I'll stop. One of the first things that I ever learned how to fish out of was a kayak. It's probably the thing that I've been fishing out of the longest. Yeah. I've got a bass boat. It works great. I fished out of canoes before. But the one thing that I am truly comfortable with is fishing out of a kayak. So I'm in a kayak. <laughs> and Liz ends up trading out the canoe for another tiny little kayak. But literally, it barely has enough room for her to sit in it. And gives the canoe to Philip and Julia so they can, you know, tool around the lake and have a good time. And she's in this little yellow one. Now, Patrick, Greg, and I are on the opposite side of the lake. Uh, where all the girls were catching fish, so we're trying to capitalize on that moment. See what we can find down there. Obviously, we had no luck. None. But Liz, being the good aunt, was trying to keep the kids engaged, so she decided that they were going to race across the lake. The two of them in the canoe, which obviously should have won, and Liz in the kayak. <laughs> this part's great. But um, if, if anybody has ever been in a kayak... <laughs> Uh, especially one that's a tandem kayak, right? We call them divorce boats, right? And it, it, you know, it's just, it doesn't work well. You have two people that are in a tiny boat that are trying to, to work together to move this thing through the water. Canoes are kind of the same way, especially if you're trying to go fast. So Philip and Julia definitely could have just smoked her on the water. But I was watching the entire time. And um, quite literally, they would, you know, go past her, and then they would go to the left. <laughs> and then they would go past her and go to the right. Yeah. And literally, they were zigzagging all the way across the lake. All the way across it. Right? So Liz beat them by about a mile. Oh, yeah. So she gets over there, and uh, they finally catch up. And we're all just, you know, kind of hanging out, taking pictures, relaxing and everything. And then Philip and Julia, well, Julia specifically goes, um, we're going to race back. Are you ready? And Liz obviously says, no, you know, I'm tired. That took a lot out of me, but you know, we're going to, we're going to give it a shot. So she's right up there next to me. And, uh, have I mentioned that I, don't, I am most comfortable fishing out of a kayak? Yep. Yeah. Most yes, you have. My center of gravity is pretty good. So Liz, sitting next to me, is, um, you know, about to, to line back up. And I'm like, I'm going to give her a head, a head start. So I lean over with my right hand to go and give her a nice little push as hard as I can so that she gets a head start so that she doesn't have to paddle as hard uh, so that she can still beat her niece and nephew. And as I shove her away from me, my center of gravity is not apparently where I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> I have a knife in my pocket. I have my wallet in my pocket. I have my phone in my pocket. I did not expect to go into the water. So I have all of these things that, you know, probably shouldn't go in the water. Um, on top of that, you know, all of my baits are in a, uh, basically a Ziploc bag. Um, and uh, neither of the rods that I have nor the paddle are attached to the kayak in any way. So as I push her forward, oh my, my center of gravity shifts, and I just keep going to the right. <laughs> the whole kayak just turns itself right over. Oh. Right, mind you, I also had the uh, anchor 
that Patrick yeah. has for that kayak out <laughs> and in my lap, right? <laughs> so when I go over, everything kind of like scatters. I'm trying to remember where we're at so that, you know, I can come back in a little bit and, you know, use something to fish up my rods, which I'm sure are on the bottom of the lake by now. And uh, I scramble on top of the kayak and I spread my. No, mind out. you, two seconds. The deepest part of this lake, y'all, this is this is for context. The one, the first, the pond we were in this morning, the, in the morning, I think the deepest part was maybe what, ten feet PT. It was close to twelve. Twelve, yeah. Okay, this one went down to like twenty-five. So not bad. So if it went, <laughs> if it went down to the bottom, we're not finding. <laughs> so. Um, I hit the water, the, the kayak is completely flipped over, and uh, I immediately scramble up and become a beached whale, and I just try and spread my weight out as evenly as possible, laying across the, the bottom of this thing, which has now oh. become the top. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Patrick turns around, because he sees me, uh, or he heard me, or something, I'm not sure what. Um, but he comes around, and he goes, oh, and he starts paddling quickly over to me. Greg's oblivious over in the corner doing something. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> the kids do. I was fishing I was fishing on the far side. All I saw, I looked over across the, because the, the dock was in my way. And I look over, and the first thought that comes to my mind is, why is Alex laying across the kayak? That just looks weird. Is he trying to reach for something? Like, what's going on? And so I started pedaling that way, and I was like, oh, this kayak's upside down. He's laying on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Patrick comes over, and uh, he finds a way to, to hold on to the front of the kayak and start towing me towards shore. Uh, Liz, I think, is trying to push from the back for some reason, but she yeah. can't quite reach, so I don't know what was happening there. And uh, oh we get God. over close enough to the shallow area where I can get off of the kayak and stand up. So I'm about waist deep in this <laughs> lake. Uh, and I flip the kayak over. And as it flips over, literally all of my stuff somehow miraculously got tied up in the anchor line. <laughs> so it literally got drugged halfway goodness. across the lake with me. <laughs> so that worked out. So once we flipped it over, though, the anchor line went away. And we saw one of my rods that was down near my feet, so we got that. And then I'm like, well, the other one's gone. Liz swears she saw it. I didn't see it. And next thing you know, Greg shows up. And he gets a hold of the anchor line. He goes, oh, hey, here's your other rod. I was like, oh, that's great. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. Hmm. Found it. Found so it. I get back in the kayak. We paddle back over to the oh, opposite gosh. shore. <laughs> um, to get back out um, and then Patrick goes to move the truck Yep. and then the truck comes over and gets stuck Yep. Uh, so we're like going up and down this hill <laughs> trying to get enough momentum with Liz following in a Prius which is just <laughs> hilarious Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I was throwing so much mud. It was rooster tailing off the back of this truck. And the problem is, or the funny part was, Liz was probably 15 feet from me. And I was covering this poor Prius in just <laughs> buckets of mud. So much oh, mud. Oh, my goodness. It was a great day. What though. gets me is the fact that you have, you have a, it's a dually. Yep. That's Two-wheel drive. Yep, two-wheel yep. drive. That's used yep. as a snowplow. And it's used as a snowplow. That's right, ladies Two-wheel drive. We are blessed. Yeah. We are blessed. So, yes. Tab. So, anyway. I mean, it could be, I mean, you know, count your blessings in that respect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just Absolutely. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, we get everybody back up there. We get everybody attached and, you know, out. And uh, I was like, you know, I bought a spare change of clothes with me. <laughs> <laughs> so I grabbed my spare change of clothes and um, 
look to my left, and literally my nephew is just standing right there. I'm like, <laughs> well, this is going to be a, a learning experience. <laughs> All right, bud. <laughs> nah, he's fine. I hope so. Oh, yeah. He's fine. Ah. So, yeah. We got to um, go out and eat some fantastic dinner that night. And then that was Sunday. That was Sunday. So our literally mm -hmm. our podcast was in person without you all. So sorry. But we're sharing the details with you. Sorry, not sorry. So Alex and Liz had to go back home. They got in stupid late that night. God bless you. I went to work the next Amen. day. And then the next day, Greg got to show my family around D.C. And we saw the sights. We rode the, the metro. We had a really stinking good time. Ate some amazing Mexican food. Street tacos. Um, I had tacos. My wife and daughter had nachos. Greg, you had a burrito that was like big as your face. It was pretty big. Mm. And uh, the soda that they had in these, uh, what was it called? Uh, something taco. Um, DC taco, Metro taco. DC, DC, DC taco. DC Our... taco. It was good. It was real good. But um, after we finished our late lunch, we decided to go over to the Lincoln Memorial. And District uh, Taco. District. Thank you, sir. District Taco. Shout out to District Taco. You have some phenomenal tacos. Um, we decided to go over the Lincoln Memorial. So it required uh, a short walk over to the Metro. We rode the Metro. And then we had a straight walk down a hill. And across this like parkish area, looking at the east side of the Lincoln Memorial. So we're walking down this hill, and uh, my poor daughter, she's she's got this knee scooter that she has to use because of uh, an injury to her foot, and so we're we're kind of meandering our way down this hill very carefully. Um, and we find ourselves at the bottom of it, and we get ready to cross over this this main street, and we're noticing police cars everywhere. Uh, and there's an ambulance, and there's this park to our left, and this other kind of park to our right. And if you go through the middle of this, there's a street, and you follow it through the by the sidewalk. The Lincoln Memorial is right in front of us. And so we cross the street, and we're kind of looking at each other going, what, what's up with these cars? I mean, they're blocking traffic for something. And we cross the street, and once we cross the street, we turn back behind and look where we, we were coming from, and they're already blocking traffic there. And we're thinking, all right, something, something's going on here. And so Greg is talking to us, and he's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if – if something important is about to happen. And so we kind of slowed down in the middle of the street. And zoom goes this uh, police uh, motorcycle. And he gets up to the, the intersection we're getting ready to go to. And he parks it right in the middle of this thing. And he starts waving really hard to get the traffic off of this, this road that we are walking down. Because something very important is coming. And so we're still trying to figure out what is over to our left. We're like, is that a golf course? Is that, what is going, there's somebody over there. What is going on? And so we couldn't figure it out for the life of us. Well, we finally, Greg finally gets his bearings and he's like, guys, that's the Vietnam veterans. That's, that's the Vietnam Memorial. And all of us, we're just like, Oh, oh, okay. So what's going on? And so this huge crowd comes from the Lincoln Memorial down to this corner section where all of these cars and uh, plain, plain marked cars are 
and police officers start getting out of these cars and stopping people just at the sidewalk. What's going on? And so we get up to this this group and we're kind of hanging in the back just a little bit. And and somebody finally says, It's the president. Because there's secret service everywhere. Like Greg, back me up on this. You're looking at, so we're walking up to the crowd and everybody's looking that way. But then there's like that person and that person and that person and that person are all turned this way. And they're looking at the crowd. They're not looking where the crowd's looking. They're looking at the crowd and they're all in plain mark. Or they're. They're they're in regular clothes. I mean, just regular people. One guy I think was wearing joggers. Another person was. It it just they 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 stuck out without sticking out. And so we're watching the situation, and all of a sudden we hear this like this cheer, this crowd just cheering. Uh, like it felt like fifty yards over to our right. And there's a Secret Service guy, probably, uh, Greg, would you say he was maybe 10, 15 feet in front of us? Like, we were right Not more than 10 feet. We were right. He was right there in front of us. Right at the crowd, right at the front of the crowd. And you could, we could see the president and the first lady and everything else just, just happening at this memorial. And we're all like on our phones trying to figure out what's going on. What's, you know, why is he here? What's, what's happening? And, and, and come to find out he was there because it was Vietnam veteran day, Greg. Was that what it was? Yes. Vietnam, Vietnam veterans remembrance day. Remembrance day. Thank you. And, and so, dude, like, are are you kidding me? And so he was right there. My kids got to see him. I mean, it it was an impactful moment. It was really, really cool. He he didn't come any closer to us than maybe a football field, but he waved at us, uh, at us, but he waved at the crowd because he recognized that we were there. Um, and, and it was just, it was one of those moments of, we did not expect this. Now, mind you, Greg probably planned it. But you know that's that's a that's a whole other story. But I did not plan a thing. <laughs> I swear. But it it was an amazing moment, and it's. I one just work. In, I work for the military. It's it's one we'll remember. So, yeah, it was good. Then we went up to the Lincoln Memorial, spent some time up there, took some amazing pictures. Uh, again, just time with family and. That that whole week, guys, you you all made it. So thank you, thank you for that. Tell me, uh, tell us in here. Uh, you kind of mentioned it. So you guys went Wednesday. You guys went to uh, the old Six Flags. Yeah, so we went to Six Flags of America, ladies and gentlemen. If you've never been to Six Flags of America, uh, get the tickets. Get the tickets. <laughs> get the tickets get cheap. Tickets. Get the tickets cheap. Um, tickets cheap. Uh, get them cheap because it, it won't take you long to to roll through that. But I'll be honest, fellas, those rides are pretty good. Um, we got in for twenty bucks a pop. That's that's awesome. I'm telling you, wow. we got in for twenty bucks a pop. Parking was twenty five, and season tickets if we decided to add on to our ticket today that day it would have been another 20 bucks each for season pass tickets um it was good um it the weather again was garbage but it didn't get to be garbage until about 1:30 and when we got there there were no lines like we went to Gotham uh which is like a section of the park <clears throat> we rode the Joker first like got on immediately went to the superman got on immediately went to the batwing got on immediately i mean we rode every ride we didn't wait a single line the entire day it was amazing and guys their staff was probably two staff there it was so one patron there was probably two staff for every one patron. Wow. It was insane. Like I every time I turned around, there was at least three security people. 
um the the folks that would clean the park like you know the ones that would sweep up or sanitize or whatnot there was one on every corner of every building it was just it was an amazing day and yeah it was the best i mean spent it with the crawfords and they're really good people too so good times that's awesome awesome so our time we are blowing through our time today so it's my turn for the last question and i've got one for you so this is episode 64 Mm -hmm. one of our favorite consoles that we actually kind of shared was was the nintendo 64 Technically, your name was added afterwards. We Thanks, mom. Count that. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> so, because we are limited to time towards our end, what is your favorite Nintendo 64 cartridge? What's your favorite game? Oh, don't do this to me. Yep. <sighs> Alex, <laughs> you got one off the top of your head. Super Smash Brothers. Really? Good answer. Why? It started something that I could literally beat the both of you at. Yes. It was the first game that yes. it didn't matter. I agree to that. You you could beat me any day in Smash Brothers. I cannot, still cannot wrap my head around the mechanics of that game. I just can't. So, good for you. It was the first one. I'm not very good at it. I like playing it on occasion, but... Greg? All right. Um, I still remember this. Patrick, you got Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time for Christmas. It was a gift yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. It came out the year after the Nintendo 64 released. I still remember playing that game. To this day, I still remember beating it. Um... I still hate the water level. <laughs> um, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I got lost in it. <laughs> but, yeah, no. That that game right there, I just... that. So Ocarina of Time. I don't remember. Yeah, getting... Yeah, there was something about it. Just getting out into that open field, like Hyrule Field, and that openness like that. Still, I I told you guys when I played Breath of the Wild that I I, I kind of teared up when he oh, came yeah. out of that tomb. It's a gorgeous. And game. it opens up to that. Ex- oh my gosh! So yeah, no, that was mine. Okay. Well, I'm I'm going traditional, gentlemen. Super Mario sixty four. That was the okay. first and only. No, that's not the only because I've done it to Super Mario Galaxy. That was the first Super Mario that I 100% completed. I got every star. I got every... Uh, <clears throat> that, that's the one where you unlock Luigi at the end. No, no, no. no. Yoshi. 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 You get you Yoshi. Yoshi. Up at the top. He gives, you the, he gives you the 150 lives. Uh-huh. Yep. That was the first Mario game that I played into the ground because I just... I, I had to get it all. And I think that that was just the completionist in me. You know, I'm I'm still that way with games that we have right now that, Alex, you let us borrow Luigi's Mansion 2. I still haven't gotten that back to you. I'm sorry. Three. Three. Um, that I can't leave a room without smashing everything. Like, absolutely everything. everything. Because it, that's that's how you find things. That's how you get eggs. That's how you get... Easter eggs. I mean, that's how you get all of these different things. And so, yeah, I Super Mario 64 was the first one that I could just invest myself in. And, and I love it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's one of those games. So, and I still, you know, sing its music in my head way too often. And sometimes it comes out <laughs> and my kids go, What is that? I'm like, Guys, I, I um, yeah, you don't understand. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later. So <laughs> I I still oh. remember reading the Game Informer uh, like actual nice. magazine 
because we were still playing, you know, Link to the Past, and they're talking about this new console that's coming out with 3D graphics, and we're like, how in the world is this going to work? Yeah. What's yeah. it going to look like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. It's good times. Amen. Good so, flash question. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, we got any dad jokes for tonight? I do have a few. Okay, good. Uh, why is it a bad idea to iron your four-leaf clover? Hmm. Why is it a bad idea to iron your four-leaf Because you shouldn't press your luck. Oh, you shouldn't press your luck. <laughs> My son asked me, Daddy, why do bees stay in the hive in the winter? I smiled and said, Swarm. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. Yeah, I got you. All of my things to look them up are occupied. I'm sorry, gentlemen. No. I was wondering if I should go to work today, and then I saw some guys putting up a giant rectangle along the highway. It was a sign. Sign. Hold yeah, on. Uh, I saw one that really made me laugh earlier. <laughs> I tried to explain to my four-year-old son that it's perfectly normal to accidentally poop in your pants, but he's not buying it. In fact, he's still making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, speaking of speaking of beehives, why do you what do you call a beehive without an exit? It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. No, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, yep. Because you can't leave as a bee. <laughs> so it's on B, leave On B. Thank you. Yes. Got you, man. I don't know if I've told you this one, Patrick, but what's orange and sounds like a parrot? Orange and sounds like a parrot? A parrot? Yeah. That's orange? An orange parrot? Well, a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if April showers bring May flowers. What do Mayflowers bring? Pilgrims. They are pilgrims. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> what do you call a sad cup of coffee? A sad cup of coffee? A sad cup of coffee. What do you a call depresso. a sad cup of coffee? A depresso. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> Man. Hey, for nothing. So what do you call a factory that makes okay products? Okay products? What do you, a what, factory that makes okay products? What do you call a factory that makes okay products? Yeah, I got another. A satisfactory. Yeah. So my friend says to me, what rhymes with orange? Door hinge. And I told him, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Say it again, Greg. <laughs> no, I my friend it. says to me, oh, okay. what rhymes with orange? And I told him, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I give up. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> I told my wife she should embrace her mistakes. She hugged you? She gave me a hug. <laughs> 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 Uh, 
I love my wife. Everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. We truly appreciate you. You're amazing for hanging out with us long. I hope that you've had a blessing because we sure have. Um, uh, the plan is to be back here next week unless life happens, but no? Okay, cool. So should be me. Oh, you do have duty on Sunday. See? So oh, no. it might end up being on Saturday or Monday. I've got a gig Saturday that I'm not sure what time we'll be back from. So Monday works for me. Let's play with Monday, Greg. If Monday works for you, that's usually that's not too bad. Okay, good deal. So we'll look at Monday of next week. But today again is April the fourth, twenty twenty one. This is episode sixty four of Brothers in Arms podcast. You can find us on Twitch. At twitch.tv slash brothers in arms podcast. You can also find our tweeter, our Twitter, our tweets. Twitter, Twitter, you can find our you, you can find it on Twitter at your BIA podcast. Also, you can find these episodes all the way back to I think episode 14. Uh, all the visual, all the, the lovely goodness of seeing our faces and us laughing at each other. It's great. Uh, and I also talk a lot with my hands. You don't get to see that on the podcast, whereas you could if you watched on twitch.tv slash Brothers in Arms podcast or find us on YouTube at Brothers in Arms podcast, all one word. Uh, you can find us there and, uh, and catch up with all this lovely goodness. So, gentlemen, you're beautiful. Thank you so much for sh uh, sharing your evening with me tonight. It has been real any parting remarks greg uh as always drink water change your socks take motrin uh get vaccinated Ooh, that's I'll, I'll say it okay Sweet. throw it out there thanks big papa uh alex what you got it on? just sucks yeah it's for you it does <laughs> first news oh, I got my first dose on oh, thursday gosh, think about that First dose on Thursday. Good yep. job, homie. I go back on the 22nd for the second one. Gotcha. So, um, I, I could throw something out about taxes, but honestly, it's been weighing on my heart this week. Check on your people. Yeah. So, mm. talk Good to word. them. Make sure that they're okay. Yeah, I agree. Check on your people. Uh, and today was Easter. Today is still Easter. Still. Uh, had a fantastic service this morning with our people. A lot of people came back for the first time in a year, and that was amazing. Uh, and so mine would be along the same lines as yeah. Check on your people. Come alongside. Be an encouragement. Don't, don't be one that points finger and says, where have you been? But instead, be the one to be there. Come alongside. Mm -hmm. Be an encouragement. Love on your people. We love you guys. Have a fantastic, wonderful week, and we look forward to seeing you back here again on Brothers in Arms podcast. Love you guys. Love you too, brother. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.